This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Do you like sci-fi, fantasy, action, adventure, and comic books? Then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek. So strap in and let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Science Fictionary Podcast. I'm David and I'm joined tonight by Andrew. What's going on everybody? And it's just us two again. We're going to be talking about the game trailers. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how that exactly works, but apparently you can it actually is called. Not that I think the NFL is going to be like tech doubling down and making sure that this the science fictionary podcast doesn't say words, but <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? What is it? Apparently you can't say Super Bowl. Oh, really? I'm going to say it because like, I don't think they... I, Look, we're, oh, they're they're not monitoring. They're, no they're not monitoring ever, Podbean, yeah. so we're we're probably no, good. yeah, we're we're fine. <laughs> uh, but apparently, like, you can't say Super Bowl Sunday. You can't say like when it's going to be. That's why a lot of uh, ads will call it the big game. Like, you're getting ready for the big game. I got gotcha. Bud Light. Okay, I didn't uh, realize that that was the thing. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know they're like super uptight about their property, but it's like so yeah. far, like they're so uptight about it. They're literally killing their product. Yeah. I don't understand. Why wouldn't you want people to promote the Super Bowl? Like I, I don't get it. Um, but we had some, uh, some, some, some Super Bowl commercials that were of interest to us. Uh, surprisingly, no Batman trailer. I expected another Batman trailer as that comes out. Uh, pretty soon, uh, yeah. but no Batman trailer. But we did get a trailer for Moon Knight and a trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, we also got lots of cryptocurrency trailers. I don't know if you watched the game live. I, I did, and it was weird how many cryptocurrency <laughs> me, trailers there I was were. At, I was at a party, and me and my friends we started playing a game where we would every within the first ten seconds of a commercial, you had to put your cards down on is it a crypto is it a crypto <laughs> commercial or is it not? And that was some of the most fun I've ever had. Yeah, watching. Watching, uh, watching the Super Bowl was I like, just, is it the bad thing is though, man. Like, I don't the 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 quality of the the comedy in the Super Bowl commercials has just declined so much. I know it used to be a thing that everybody looked forward to, and I, I now feel I like, kind of just pay attention because of like superhero trailers. Yeah, I think it's just comedy in general. At least like primetime TV comedy. Like, it seems like it started declining about the same time that. Uh, SNL started nosediving. Yeah. So it, it just, it's, it's kind of odd, but SNL is a really interesting one. We'll have to do a full, uh, podcast just about SNL one day, because, uh, of course I wasn't alive for a lot of SNL's existence, but right. I've watched a lot of the old SNL and I watched the highlights of the new SNL. I don't, I don't ever watch it live. Every, I just watch the every once in a while they hit something that's really funny. Yeah, they really do. They, there's been some stuff that I just think is hilarious. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is popular opinion or not, but I think Pete Davidson's hilarious. I'm a big fan of Pete Davidson. I think so, I think Pete is one of those guys that like there's not a lot of middle ground with Pete. Like you either you either really like him or really don't. Yeah, I agree. I, I like his stand up, so it just translates well. 
on the show, and they have some funny, some funny skits. I mean, I think uh, Kenan Thompson's funny, but I I mostly like Kenan Thompson because I grew up with Kenan Thompson, you know, right, doing right. his variety show on on Nickelodeon. So, but yeah, Saturday Night Live, what will definitely do a big show just about that because it's like it's not science fiction but it's just it's 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 a, it's a kind of a nerdy thing you know it, it is and, and there's plenty of crossover things to, to talk about mm-hmm. there i mean yeah did you know toby mcguire once hosted an episode but before spider-man even was a came out hmm. it, it was like in 99 he hosted an really? episode yeah i only know that because i randomly watched a video about snl host the history of snl host but okay it's just so funny like the crossovers there um yeah no, it's actually should... a really interesting look into pop culture yeah because if you if you if you log on or if you watch an episode from like 2005 you got like cast members of lost mm-hmm. that are hosting and stuff like that um, well it's it's an interesting cross-section because of the political you know just because of the commentary on pop culture from the show in general so you know you've got you've got a show that's doing commentary on pop culture with art with music artists and actors that are big at the time on the show and it, it's just it's kind of an interesting cross-section of pop culture back through its existence yeah it was so at gonna, its best when it had competition though that's that, that that's a pretty universal uh thing i find with yeah. with big companies like that they're always at their best when they have competition the best years of the wwe was whenever whenever they were batting with wcw yeah, absolutely um, that's 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 just how things uh this competition it breeds creativity and having to actually uh be the best right um but yeah, I'll definitely add that to the list of stuff I got to talk about. But for now, <laughs> uh, we got some we got some trailers. I'll start well, us well, off with Moon. Well, real quick before we Sorry. do Moon Knight, so we already mentioned we didn't get a Batman trailer. The other yeah. big one that everybody was waiting for was a Kenobi trailer. That's right. That's right. And, uh, we didn't get so Kenobi I wanted trailer. to see what you thought about the fact that we didn't get either one of those. And Kenobi's also pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, it's a little ways out, but it's in May. It's at the end of May. May. So it's 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 soon. I mean, The Lord of the Rings is a TV show as well, and they showed us a teaser yeah, for something that's, that's like not coming September. out. Yeah, so I don't think it was too early to give us a little tease. I don't even, you wouldn't even, if they'd given us a 15 second, you know, shot, just yeah, something. But it's like, I, I, I feel like know. Disney in particular misses the boat on big moments a lot. Yeah. A Star Wars in particular, I'd say. Yeah. Well, that, that's actually what I meant was, was Lucasfilm in particular there. It's like they, was well, like they had that big thing where, um, it's like every time there's a big event coming up for movies or games or, you know, you know, something like E3 or, or anything like that. And it feels like they, either don't release anything or they release their biggest thing several days before the event. Yeah. It's like, why? <laughs> I don't, I, it's, it's always baffling. Um, I mean, even when we talked about it a lot, whenever, uh, uh, there was a big Disney plus day at, at the end yeah. of last year. And literally we did a podcast. Where we were like, yeah, I'm expecting a lot of star Wars stuff. Nothing. And there was nothing, <laughs> nothing. Um, yeah. So, uh, that that reminded me. Um, this is this is not. We did not plan to talk about this, but you mentioned Lucasfilm. So then I thought about Indiana Jones. Did mm-hmm. you see the new trailer for the um, 
Oh, what's it called? It's like the the Chipmunks, the uh, Ranger. Oh my gosh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Chippendale Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, did you see the trailer for that? I did, and I I just like was completely baffled. Yeah, I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. <laughs> I was excited. I was like, they're doing it. I don't know why they're doing it live action. I think everybody would be happy with another a new animated revival. Yeah. In fact, animated revivals are in right now. They um, are in. So like, I'm thinking, with- just do an animated revival. Oh, you're going to do it live action. That'll be cool. But it's not Chippendale Rescue Rangers at all. It's No, just- it's, it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there there were some funny moments to me in the trailer. I do like John Mulaney and um, Andy Samberg. I don't know if I'm going to like them as these characters, but I do like them. I think they're very funny. I do. I like the joke about getting the CGI surgery. (laughs) I think that was a funny joke. Yeah, I don't. But I don't actually like looking at it. (laughs) My only thing is, is like, it's a movie, right? Or is it a TV series? I believe it's a movie. Okay. It just seems like, I mean, what are we just going to do like an hour and a half of just meta jokes? Like on overload. Uh, Yeah. At least that's the impression the trailer gives. It it is. It is the impression the trailer gives. I don't know. You know what? Actually, it's not Hooper and Roger Roger Rabbit. It gives me more vibes when I really think about it. It's more like those live action Looney Tunes movies with um, Brendan Fraser. Right. Do you remember those? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of forgot about those. Those were like the ripoffs. Yeah, those were the cheap versions of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> that's what this kind of feels right. like. Right. And by the way, speaking of this show, if you want to be really entertained, go check out our friend Nick's channel, YouTube channel at the Backyard Tardis, and uh, you can see him do his review of this trailer in song. That's great. I didn't. I didn't see that, but that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, anyway, uh, let's dive into Moon Knight. So actually, a, a few days ago, sometime late last week, we got, or maybe it was early this week, we actually got some some pictures, we got some screenshots of the Mr. Knight outfit. Did you see those? I did. Those were really, really cool. Uh, I think it looks great. So if you don't know, um, and I, when I say you, I mean the audience, Mr. Knight is just another persona of moon knight it's 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 a rel- relatively recent addition to the comics at least within the last 10 years where he dresses in like a white tuxedo with a with his white mask and calls himself mr knight and it sounds really stupid but it's actually really really fun and really really cool and i remember on this podcast saying the words like we're n- i don't think we're going to get a mr knight in the show but oh my god we're getting mr knight which I just really appreciate, and I think it looks awesome. I I mean, I didn't know what to think about this show initially because I just wasn't that familiar with the character. Like, I just had a vague idea of who the character was. Mm-hmm. But man, this just looks, this looks great. It does. It looks like a lot of fun. And then we got that trailer with just some really cool shots and some really cool stuff in it. What do you think about that? Uh, I think the trailer, I mean, I think they've done a great job with the trailers period for this and selling it. Like, I think the, they don't think they're giving too much away. I don't think they're really giving anything away in the trailers, but they're giving us these really incredible visuals. Yeah. I love the visual of him gliding in with his cape. Yeah. That looks great. 
Um, yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff, like, and that, that's the stuff that the MCU has traditionally done really well is kind of bringing out these like really comic booky, uh, looks to things, but making them look great in live action. And I, and I kind of love that where you get that, that profile, that silhouette of the, of the cape and, and all that. I mean, the visuals, I, so far I'm loving everything I'm seeing about the way this thing shot. Yeah, me too. It, it it sort of feels grimy and and like dark and, and sort of a daredevil vibe, while at the same time having a bit of spectacle to it. I, like it blends that really well, I think. If that makes sense, in the same way that Daredevil would have these really really cool, interesting shots, like it's you know it's long shots where it follows you, or it's just that hallway shot or something like that, like interesting while still being relatively um down to earth they're simple and they're they're simple shots yes. they're not overcomplicated. they're just beautiful shots they're just um, really well well thought out put together beautiful shots yeah um the shots of uh of Khonshu, the uh the the egyptian god mm-hmm. that, that keeps showing up um man they did such a cool job bring you know kind of they did um you know creating that for the big screen or for the for the tv screen but yeah the way they're visualizing him is is really really well done and that was sort of a i i had assumed when they announced his moon knight show i was like okay conchu would just be like you know a voice in his head or it'll be like sometimes it's an owl statue in his house that kind of talks to him like no no they they, we see conchu yeah um and i think that's really really awesome uh, they're really it's uh, it feels like the people behind the show like actually it feels like they actually read some of read some books and, and have a good understanding of the character right and want to bring some cool stuff to the screen yeah no I, it, it's i do think it's kind of weird how much ethan hawk looks like kevin bacon in this <laughs> <laughs> i didn't notice that till now but now that you mention it yeah i, I don't know <laughs> what i think it's the hair yeah, it's the hair, though. It's the hair. <laughs> but it's like, great. it's like every time I see him, it's like I have this moment where I go, Kevin Bacon's in this? Yeah. <laughs> I'd love it if Kevin Bacon was in him. We need to have Kevin Bacon play a character in the MCU and, and meet Star-Lord. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Join the Avengers. But yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for this show. It's coming out soon. And then right after, we're going to get Miss Marvel really close after. Or is it She-Hulk first? Might um, be She-Hulk first. I think She-Hulk first. Yeah. So I'm sure soon we'll get more trailers for that. But yeah, I this, really don't. This looks like a lot of fun, though. And I, I'm, I'm loving. I guess what I like about this is somebody who doesn't know anything about it. Like, I don't even have to know anything about the character to see the Batman kind of characteristics of the character in the trailer. Right, and I think they're showing just enough of that to where it, you don't look at it and go, oh, it's a Batman ripoff. But I, at least this is what I'm hoping, that if a casual fan looks at that, they're not going to instantly go, oh, it's a Batman ripoff. Right. But they might go like, oh, that's a dark like street-level superhero who like fights crime, sort, sort of like Batman. I yeah. like Batman. I'll watch this show. Yeah. And I, I think that they're doing enough showing that. Where, and it, it doesn't look like it's just a Batman right. movie at all. Well, and that's what it, the, the shots of him jumping down with the cape spread out reminds me of is, is a lot of, the, you know, is Batman. And I think that's very intentional. 
um, is to kind of, you know, show that, uh, you know, and I agree. Like, I think they're finding a really nice balance where people don't go, Oh, they're just trying to rip off Batman. Um, there's enough unique things about this character that he's not a rip off, but there are some parallels. Yeah. He was definitely inspired by Batman. Oh yeah. There is there is no moon Knight without Batman. Right. But well, that, there are a lot of different, that's a really interesting, like it would be really interesting to create a flow chart of, not just like comic book superheroes, but like go even further back and start with characters like Zorro and stuff and work your way forward and try to weave this, you know, find the thread all the way through of inspiration for these characters because they all build off of each other. Definitely. That's a really cool idea. Like sort of the butterfly effect. Mm -hmm. Um, Zorro, there is no Zorro. No Zorro equals no daredevil even, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, and then what inspired Zorro? You can even go even further back. All right. Um, so what do you think about the Marvel shows on Netflix being taken off Netflix uh, soon because of the contracts? Expiring? You know, I can't say that I'm totally surprised that it's happening. It's disappointing to, I guess, to some extent that they won't be there. But I'm also not surprised that Netflix just wants to wash their hands of it. I agree. I I, I really. It doesn't make much of a difference to me. I just really hope it as long as as long as they find a home on maybe Hulu. Well, I think I think what they may find a, a spot on Hulu. The other side of that is you can get those on Blu-ray. Right. And I'm assuming right. digital as well. Now I'm kind of looking right now and it looks like they may not have done them. It looks like they may need to re-release them because they're kind of getting kind of pricey. Yeah. But you know, you can still get it. You can still watch it. Um, I, I think, I mean, I think the whole Netflix release for, I mean, the whole DVD release or Blu-ray release for streaming properties is is interesting. But like Netflix is one of the only ones that really does it consistently. Yeah. And I, I like that. I mean, the, that's just a personal thing. I like having a Blu-ray collection. Well, that's the thing is like, I never watch well, that, that's why I don't understand why the Star Wars, like people are saying, why would they ever, why would Disney ever release the Star Wars Disney plus shows on, on Blu-ray? And it's like, well, one, because Star Wars fans are collectors. Yeah, definitely. Like, you want people to are going to buy it. doesn't mean they're going to cancel their subscription. They just want it to put on their shelf. But secondly, like you, you wait a couple of years to do it and then you give it, and then you put them out there and open it up to all the people who didn't get a subscription to Disney plus. Yeah, that's just money. Yeah, you're leaving uh, money. That's been my argument all along. It's like you're leaving money on the table yeah. if you don't put these things out on video eventually. And I also just think of it as like from a collector's perspective and like a preserver's expect- perspective. There's no guarantee that these streaming services will be around forever. And what happens when something like this happens where a contract expires and the show's yeah. taken off? Yeah. And you just don't have it anymore. Um, the best argument for that I've ever heard was. I, I, there was a discussion about the Simpsons now being on Disney plus and they, it ha, it's been edited a little bit like some. Yeah. Well, like so the, the office the, has it, been going through the same thing. Oh really? Yeah. They, they right. take diversity day is not on the streaming services anymore. Oh my gosh. Which is, oh, that which is one of the best episodes of the show. And if you think it was problematic, yeah. you really didn't understand the show. Exactly. I 100% agree with that statement. That sucks. And but that's the thing. It's like, but the guy was talking about Simpsons. And he was like, oh man, he, he he was recalling a conversation that he had with a friend, talking about like, oh man, that really sucks. They they edited it, and the aspect ratio is screwed up. Oh wait, 
I don't care. I have all the best seasons on Blu-ray at my house. I never have to check to see if it's edited. Right. So if they, I would at least definitely buy Daredevil. I, I honestly rewatched that whole show at least like once a year. I, I really enjoyed that much, especially with now him, him rejoining the MCU in a big way. I'm sure there were a lot of people who, who were ready to go back and, and rewatch that show just because it's that good of a show. Same with Punisher, honestly. I think that Daredevil and Punisher are two really, really good shows. Mm-hmm. The first season of Jessica Jones is a great TV show. Yeah, Everything else I think is fine. Uh, I don't think any of them were like abysmal they weren't they weren't the like horrible shows i mean i no. you know there were a lot of problems I, you know i think the most i don't know i had <sighs> iron fist i have different problems with than i have with like luke cage yeah like it's they're, they're different problems i think they have different flaws but i think overall they're they're fairly equal yeah i think people are a little too hard on iron fist Sometimes I don't think it was as bad as it got made out to be. No, um, I think that the that the the main character, like the casting, Finn Jones. I don't think he was a good Danny Rand, and I think that that makes people look at the show overall with a much harsher light. Well, and um, it didn't ha- it didn't help that they had some backlash before the show even came out. Uh, for what casting? There oh, were a yeah. lot of people that thought that they should have made the character Asian. Which, which is that's just it's not the character. It's contrary to the whole point of the character. But yeah, people got up in arms about that, and it just kind of kept spiraling until it was until it or kept kind of the the argument devolved to it was just Danny Rand is a terrible choice. And it's like right, like I think you can make that argument, but I don't think some of you are making it for the right reason. Yeah. If you want to argue that. The very concept of Danny Rand is racist. Like, if you want to, if you want to say, if what you're trying to tell me is, well, back in the 70s, they wanted to capitalize on the Asian market and kung fu, but they didn't actually want to make it Asian, so they made it a white guy. If that's what you want to say, I'll listen to what you have to say. Uh, I think there's, there isn't, I don't necessarily agree. Like, that's not my point of view on it, but I'll listen. I think that there's an argument to be made there. Uh, but no, just saying that I, that Danny Rand should be Asian. That's just, that's, that's the, the point is that it's a white guy who learns Kung Fu. Yeah, no, but I, now that you, now that you mentioned, it, I do remember backlash about that kind of thing. But I, I do think, I mean, I think you already touched on the, the important reason why physical media should be out there. It's about preserving it and it's about yeah. people other than the studio being able to preserve it. Exactly. Because the studio can hold it forever. And then it, <laughs> and that, and that's kind of what used to happen back before home releases was studios would put it on the shelf. Now, granted, digital is a little different, but things can still go wrong. But you know, the studios going all the way back to the beginning of Hollywood, they'd take those reels, they'd stick them on a shelf, and they sat there and fell apart to the point where some of those movies, some of the greatest movies ever put on film, you know, from the golden age of cinema are gone. They're lost forever. There's no copies. Yeah. And that really uh, breaks my heart as somebody who, who, who really likes cinema and, and wants to learn as much about it. I, I wish I could watch those movies, but you just can't, it's gone. Um, if, if at a moment's notice right now, if this, if, if something catastrophic happens and Disney were like, you know what? Screw star Wars. We're done with star Wars. And they took it off Disney plus 
they'll just never see Mandalorian again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's a realistic possibility. And like, honestly, I don't know, like with these Netflix shows, uh, the Marvel Netflix shows, is the are the rights to them going to Disney or are they just basically yeah, I, disappearing? I don't know. And that's what sucks so badly. And that's what's not clear. Uh, because if it's just like disappearing, then it will just go, uh, from, from the internet altogether. Now, if the rights go back to Disney, I doubt they're going to put those shows on Disney plus there are, um, and, and a few of them, there's like some genuinely graphic sex scenes and, and violence. The kind of thing I just don't think would be on Disney plus, or maybe they'll choose to, maybe that will be a big thing. I don't know, but I, I would imagine they wouldn't. And so I best, I would guess the best place to put those is just put them on Hulu, uh, for people to watch. And I hope they do, or maybe they'll just, release them on dvd or maybe you're right where they just they don't get the rights to the show it's just the show is no longer going to be hosted on netflix which if that's the case then they really didn't think this thing through 10 years ago when they made a deal did they they right. did not think ahead well, there, I, I i did just find an article that seems to believe that it will probably jump to hulu okay and I'm okay with that. And it seems like the rights, basically the the rights have fully expired and it just all defaults back to, to Disney now. Okay, that's interesting though, because I wonder how much Netflix actually produced it, like how much uh, actual work Netflix themselves put into the show or if it was just all made by Disney and Marvel and then Netflix distributed it. Well, but, I think it was all, but th that's the thing is like, it was a branch of Marvel, but it's a branch of Marvel that doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All of that ended. Like um, all that was handed to Kevin Feige and rightfully yeah. so. But yeah, no, it'll be interesting, but hopefully they'll show up sooner rather than later over on Hulu. Yeah. And then hopefully we'll just get to see these characters again more and more. I mean, obviously Daredevil's back, Kingpin's back. It's safe to say the other characters at any moment, if they choose to yeah. can just show up. Um, but as far as, as shows that have removed episodes from streaming service, I wanted you re wanted to read you this list of, of shows here real quick. Uh, Community has removed multiple episodes, including Advanced Dungeons & Dragons, which is an incredible episode. 30 Rock has removed a couple of episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, it's Always Sunny has removed like half a dozen episodes. Jeez. Uh, the Office looks like they removed two including Diversity Day and Dwight's Christmas. Why Dwight's Christmas? Is it is because someone shows up in blackface. Oh, I don't remember that. But. Uh he's, he's he's playing a fictional character. He shows up and he it's um I think it's Mose shows up in blackface or it's one of Dwight's cousins and he's like oh. get out. And so he basically walks in and then turns and walks right back off screen. Okay, okay. Uh, so there's that one, but instead of cutting this, it looks like instead of cutting the scene, they may have cut the whole episode. Jeez. Um, Scrubs actually had episodes removed <laughs> uh, because of also because of blackface. But in that one, they put Zach Braff in blackface and Donald Faison in whiteface <laughs> in the same scene. The Golden Girls had an episode removed as well. A couple episodes removed. So, it's just, I don't know. It's a little over the top. Notice it's all comedies. All comedies. Because they probably made jokes that are no longer acceptable. Right. Man. Oh, man. 
yeah, that's that. I hate that 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 episodes and stuff get removed because even I think it's important. And this is this is just my soapbox. And I and I don't know if I'm right. By the way, I don't know. I believe I am, but I don't know for sure. I think it's important to even even when these things that are problematic from from some times ago, I think it's still important for them to be able to be seen. And the reason for that is so if it actually is a problem, if it actually is something that should no longer be joked about or should no longer be accepted, you still need to know what that is. Like you, you have to have that perspective, I think. Yeah, no, I, I think you're Does right. Does that make like, sense what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it, it's, it's why it's important not to throw books out that were written in a different right. time period because there's still like it, it would be like throwing out all the works of Mark Twain, one of the greatest writers in the history of this country. Just because yeah. of the time period in which he was writing, it's still a really important uh, one. If you think that the if if you have a huge problem with some of the things Mark Twain wrote, you're not really reading it because he spoke against a lot of the things that you're saying that he's speaking for. Yeah, and it's it's important to contrast that with history and everything, and and to say. That's that's just in general getting rid of history. Now, not to say that Scrubs is necessarily history, but it's 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 the past. It's 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 sort of history in a way. That's the modern day history. You know, film and TV. I mean, it is. They'll, a, be, it they'll is. be studied two hundred years from now. Well, it is an important piece of TV history, and is widely, despite being a comedy, widely recognized as one of the more accurate portrayals of living that life of being in those careers. Yeah. And and it's culturally important in the same way that we study Shakespeare. TV shows and movies are going to be studied two hundred years from now. It's it's it, as as part of culture. Um, well, I mean, the and, thing is, is you can't. It's the same thing as having a government try to legislate morality. Like a government can like pass laws that legislate morality all the time, all it wants, but it won't make people more moral. Yeah, and, and exactly. this is the same thing. Like. If people don't understand, like we have something in a show from 50, 60 years ago and we go, well, that's not right. That's not the way we look at the world anymore. But the thing is like, you still, there's no, that's not a reason to erase it. You hope that people look at it and you go, wow, people used to look at the world that way and we don't look at it that way anymore. Hey, let's learn from that. (laughs) Right. It's uh, pretending it didn't happen helps nothing. No, it actually is the dangerous pretending. It didn't I happen. agree. It is. It's dangerous. That's it's, history is doomed to repeat itself. If, if you can't learn from it and look back, there was I, this actually recently, there was a, um, a, a graphic novel about the Holocaust. Uh, I forgot, oh, I forget the name of it. I'm so sorry. I forget the name of it, but, um, it was very, very popular. It's a graphic novel about the Holocaust, but it's like, it's mice. It's about like mice. Yeah. I saw um, that. Um, and it, it was officially banned from schools. And yes, I many, that. many English educators were, were upset about this because it's one of, it, it's like, it, it's like a Nobel prize winning book. It's, it's one of the best educational pieces for the Holocaust and, and, and this graphic novel. And it's just been banned. Yeah. I think it's actually just called mouse M A U S. Right. Right. That's what it was. I was thinking mice or something like that. Yeah. Mouse. Um, yeah, that that I never read it myself personally, but when actual educators are saying like, "Hey, you should not have done that. This this is important for this reason and it teaches about the Holocaust and puts it in this perspective that people can understand." 
I don't understand why you want to ban that because it's violent because it talks about these horrible things. Well, yeah, those things were horrible. That's that's the point. People should be taught about those things to know that it was horrible and to know why and and to hopefully prevent something like that from ever happening again. But absolutely, yeah. Anyway, Moon Knight. Yeah, um, Moon Knight. I mean, I, I <laughs> Moon Knight's interesting. I don't know how we went down that rabbit hole, but I, you know, the Moon Knight <laughs> thing looks. Um, it it looks really good. I mean, I don't think they're showing us just a whole lot of new stuff. Yeah. But I'm I'm really enjoying the Marvel uh series on Disney Plus and and this just looks like another another home run. Yeah. In fact, I, I think this I mean for what I'm seeing right now, this could end up being one of their best ones. For sure. It definitely has the potential to be that. But we got another trailer uh, from Marvel. We got the a uh, big trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness which had some really big moments and has caused up a big stir and a lot of speculation. But overall, what do you think about, uh, about the trailer? It is absolutely insane. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this trailer. A lot of things that I'm like, wow, they really just showed us that they really <laughs> right. like, okay, we'll just cut to it. Like that's, that's definitely Patrick Stewart's voice. No, that's definitely Patrick Stewart. I mean, you even see the side of his face. I mean, there's no question yeah. that's who it is. Um, not to mention, like, I don't know how many variants of Strange we're going to see in this. It's at least three, and it may be more yeah. than that. Yeah. Looks like a lot of variants of Strange. Um, lots of speculation that it's potentially uh, there's some variant. There's a variant of Iron Man in there played by Tom Cruise, which after the Patrick Stewart thing, at first I kind of was like, there's no way. But now I'm like, oh, maybe. They could do that because it looks like they're doing the Illuminati. Yeah. But they're putting a bit of a spin on it. It is a multiversal Illuminati. Which is interesting. Um, which means we could see a variant of Kang sitting on that on that panel. We very we very well could, and that would actually make good sense. Um But yeah, so that was Definitely Patrick Stewart, who we assume is playing Professor X. Now, is it the same Professor X that we've known? Probably not. Or they probably just won't address it. Yeah. I, I uh, think but it looks like it's it. the Illuminati and it's Professor X there. And he's being, and, and Doctor Strange is being led by these like Iron Man robots. They, they look like the Iron Legion. It's the Iron Legion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the speculation is what if this is a variant of Iron Man who, who made that work? Right. Uh, and, 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 what if that's played by Tom Cruise? Um, there could potentially be, I mean, there's a lot, there's been all sorts of crazy things thrown out there that, that the guy who played Mr. Fantastic in the Tim story movies might be in this movie. Hmm. He could be part of part of this Illuminati here. Um, for those who don't know, the Illuminati is a comic book concept. That was a really, really cool one. The idea being in Marvel that a representative from each big part of the Marvel universe all met, and were basically the Illuminati, but in Marvel. You had uh, Iron Man representing just humans. You had Professor X with the mutants. You had Doctor Strange representing the magical side of it all. You had Black Bolt from the Inhumans. Namor the Submariner. Uh, and then you had uh, Black Panther. Uh, I believe that that was the original group of the Illuminati. Yeah, I think that's right. That's another that's interesting it. one, though. There's several characters that we know we're getting in the MCU soon that we could either see that character or a variant of that character. Oh, wait, Reed Richards as well. 
I don't think I mentioned Reed Richards. Reed Richards, right? But he was. It might. I don't actually. Black Panther might not have. Might not have even been part of the original Illuminati. Yeah, I'm not sure. Might have just been. But I, I saw Richards. some speculation that instead of having Reed Richards, they could do Nathaniel Richards, which is Kang. Right. But either way, that's gonna. That would be amazing. But I mean, like we have Namor. That so I mean, we could see. Like we we have speculation that that character is coming in Black Panther too. Yeah. So we could get our first look at that character here. The, the, yeah, sort of in the same way that um, we it was announced that Kang the Conqueror was going to be uh, in the next Ant-Man movie, right? Right. But then suddenly he showed up in Loki. Right. Uh, that that very well could happen here as well. Oh, I absolutely. I mean, I think Kang is our is our big villain for you know where we're headed with the MCU, which all makes sense if we're doing all this multiversal stuff. Yeah, but it looks like the the path of the Illuminati they're going down here is really interesting. Where it's not everyone from the same universe, but it's like, like I said, like a multiverse Illuminati. These these different representatives from from their universes uh, coming together, and I think that that's really really cool idea. It kind of combines in the idea something that I think we're never going to see, which is the Council of Reeds, mm-hmm. uh, which is another really cool concept that. Um, Okay, so uh, audience, if you've seen Rick and Morty, um, you know the Council of Ricks. Well, that was, well, this is the Council of Reeds. It's the Council of Reed Richards, uh, a Reed Richards from ever the Reed Richards from every single universe all meeting together, and it was the Council of Reeds, which is a really really fun concept uh, that gets played with a lot, and that's, that's sort of reminiscent of that with the whole multiverse aspect. Yeah, no, uh, I mean. I don't even know. I don't even know what to expect at this point. I, I'm I'm absolutely in shock that the What If series is actually coming into play. Yeah, because we saw a zombie, didn't we? We saw maybe a couple of zombies. We saw a couple of zombies. It's it's largely speculated that that one of the one of the Doctor Strange variants we've seen is Strange Supreme. Yep. Is that the case? Maybe I don't even know. I think so, but. We'll just have to see. Right. But you know, the way the, the, the way they're showing reality kind of dissolving, you know, kind of drifting into this like inky fluid mm-hmm. and all that. I mean, it's like right out of that. And then I don't know if you saw the poster, the move, the, the official poster for this movie. No, um, but I'll look it up real quick. You can see like there's Easter eggs hidden all in that poster. Like, um, like Captain Carter shield reflected on a piece of glass. I, I heard that yeah which that was a big speculation a, a couple months ago was like that she was going to be in dr strange um multiverse of madness i mean i think that the you know with a movie like this i mean we kind of did it in in spider-man but like the the usual rules don't necessarily apply here no it doesn't you could have you could have anybody show up now, I, I will say that part of me kind of wishes that it was just a, a, a pure Doctor Strange movie where he just, like, dealt with Nightmare. But that's also kind of – that's how I felt about the Spider-Man movie, right? I talked about that a lot. Where I'm like, you know, part of me wishes this was just a Craven the Hunter movie. That's kind of how I felt feel about this as well. And, and I'd love to see more of Doctor Strange being I, – I, I'd love to see more of the Doctor Strange from Thor Ragnarok. 
uh, you know that like that like right. quick cameo he had in that mm-hmm. where he's wearing he's wearing the the gloves and everything, and I want to see him be like by the f- fiery hells of ha- hounds <laughs> of Hagaroth, and like I, I'd love to see that kind of thing. Yeah, um, more, and maybe we'll get that in this. Maybe we'll get a variant that is more like that. Right? I don't know. That can be Bruce Campbell's uh, cameo. That'd be amazing. That's the thing. What's Bruce Campbell going to be? There's so many possibilities. <laughs> he could be Mysterio, like he was always meant to be. Right. From Sam Raimi. He could be a, um, I could totally see him as like a Nick Fury variant. I think I pitched it before where he could be. Yeah, he the could be the, Nick old, the old Nick Fury variant. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'd be great as that. He could be a Doctor Strange. He could be um, all sorts of different characters. I mean, that's the thing is he could, he could be, there's so many characters he could show up as, but it's Sam Raimi and he may just show up as the Mater D from the restaurant in Spider-Man. Oh my gosh. Imagine I saw like, I saw a thing like, what if he's just Ash? <laughs> that would be amazing. I would absolutely, I would love that. Like fighting the Marvel zombies. I mean, you got zombies and you know, why not have Ash show up? Yeah. There's definitely going to, when it, whenever there's a scene with the zombies, there's definitely going to be some sort of like chainsaw reference or something. Oh to, yeah, for sure. The evil dead. There's going to be something like that. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of different possibilities and fun stuff you can do. Uh, we got a lot of Wanda in this trailer. Yeah. Um, we also got to see some America Chavez, a little bit of Wong and a little bit of uh Baron Mordo again. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about Wanda. So. Ooh, I don't know really what's going on with her in this trailer. It looks like Doctor Strange goes to her for help. I almost think that that both Strange and Wanda are going to end up fighting versions of themselves. I think that's very possible. I can't tell exactly what what is going on, but you know, there's that interesting line in there where she's talking to Strange, says, "You know, you break the rules and you're a hero. I break the rules and I'm the villain." And, yeah, that, that was interesting. And it doesn't mean, I mean, I know they played it in a way to make it sound like she's going to play the villain, but I don't, I think that's just toying with us. Yeah, I agree. I don't think she's going to be the villain. I, I think a variant of her may very well be. Sure, for sure. But I think um, a variant of Strange may be our big bad. Yeah, I agree. I think just the, mul- I think I almost see it as like the, there doesn't need to be a big bad. It could just be the multiverse. True. And I, I've said that from from the beginning of like, what if the next phase of the MCU, the big bad is just the multiverse, which they've kind of started here with Spider-Man and now going into Doctor Strange and they set up a little bit playing with magic with Wanda. Um, but I don't know. This is all pure. That's all pure speculation. But yeah, that line, it's like, okay, so being played as a hero, I guess they're talking about Doctor Strange hit the events of Spider-Man. Like this maybe, directly follows that. Maybe, but I also don't know that they're not talking about this other Dr. Strange variant who we see a lot of in this trailer, actually. Oh yeah. Because we, we see like almost as much of this very, yeah. The, the one that there's a statue of the, the one, I, I don't know if defender strange is from the comics or if that's just the terminology. No, no, that that's, it, it looks like, he looks like the the Doctor Strange from the comics who was part of the Defenders. Okay. So I don't know if that's what's what they're talking about there. I don't know. Like, I'm almost not even sure. There are several scenes where I'm not even sure which version of Strange we're seeing. 
Yeah, and and Marvel's notorious for that. They'll they'll cut around stuff and play with the trailers and completely trick you. And they'll straight up cut stuff out of trailers, like with CGI, like we've seen with that Spider-Man shot. They'll even uh, show the you things that aren't even they know aren't even going to be in the movie. Oh yeah, they'll lie to you. They'll straight up <laughs> lie to you. Uh, that was so funny. Like I remember back when I mean, we've talked about it before, but Khan, another Benedict Cumberbatch role in J.J. Abrams movies, where he's like, "No, it's not Khan." And then it was, that mm-hmm. was the first time that I think a lot of people realized like, oh, they could just lie. Like th- they could just lie to us. Yeah. Marvel could very well lie to us. No, that'd be interesting. What if she's talking to that Dr. Strange variant? And this is a world where Dr. Strange sort of did what Wanda did. where using magic to like take over the world and create this like United society where he kind of runs everything. And there's a statue built of him and, he, and he's like this hero and she and that's who she's talking to like maybe that's the case yeah um or maybe she is just talking to our doctor strange and uh, he's played up as the hero because you know peter parker's been erased from existence so but but doctor right. strange still like has the memories of all that multiverse stuff happening i imagine mm-hmm. it's just he has the memories of dealing with a guy called spider-man um since we know spider-man is still known and it's sort of like he's played up as a hero who saved the world from the multiverse collapsing on itself but the truth is, it was kind of his fault in the first place uh, that that it even started happening. I don't know though. I mean, like you said, they could be cutting stuff and 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 kind of making up whatever. Yeah. Now there's there's a lot of a lot of different things they could be messing with us about. I mean, with a trailer like this, with so much just in so many insane things going on. I mean, we see Strange using uh, standing on the dark hold using chaos magic. Looks like. Yeah. So I saw a fun speculation that I just want to talk about. What if Dr. Strange meets a version of himself that's a little bit more comic-y, a little more comic mm-hmm. accurate? And I saw this really, really funny thing. And I just I actually hope this is the case. This is purely made up, but like what if that what if one of the variants is like, you still use a sling ring? <laughs> you know you can just do that. You're the sorcerer supreme. You don't need a sling ring. Right. And then he just realized he can digit. I would love that. In the same way that Spider-Man, like our Peter Parker, Tom Holland's kind of learned a lot from the other two. Mm-hmm. I'd love that Doctor Strange got to learn a little bit from some from some variants. Yeah. So, do you think Tom Cruise is in this movie? I would. I will still be a little surprised if that happens. If it happens, I think it'll be a thing. I think it'll literally be he's in the Illuminati scene. Yeah, and he's in a chair, and they went to his house one day and got him to sit down in a chair, and they filmed him <laughs> saying his lines, and they CGI'd everything else because I bet that's what they did with Patrick Stewart as well. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with the. Pa- I mean, it's interesting they're bringing Patrick Stewart in. It'll be interesting to see if they bring in any other X Men that we know from that from the other universe. Uh-huh. You know, this this could wind up being the last time we see Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Yeah, they could, there's a lot of things they could do. I, I'm I'm just I'm really interested to see where they go with it. I don't necessarily want them to bring in too many characters, at least not in. I don't want them to try to overdo it with important like big roles. Yeah, I'm okay with just sheer chaos of there being all these people, you know, around. I just yeah. don't want them to overemphasize them. I guess. Yeah, I agree. I would love it if he meets this, you know, Professor Xavier, Patrick Stewart, and Patrick Stewart's like, you don't know about mutants yet? Huh, interesting. I'm actually really curious to see if this is where Wanda learns about mutants. 
that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like, even Wanda learns, and like maybe the end credit scene is Doctor Strange goes to this mansion, and he meets this guy, and he walks in, and it's like Charles, Charles Xavier. I'm Doctor Stephen Strange, and like you know, a bald guy turns around, and we see who's been cast. What if it's frick? I don't know. They could, st- they could still do James McAvoy if they wanted to, honestly. And like James McAvoy's there, and like the, oh, X Men's in X Men's in the MCU now. Like now, Doctor Strange knows about Charles Xavier, and he goes and he finds him in the in the universe. Like that's the end credit scene. Boom, that's it. Or or he meets a Reed Richards in and this Illuminati council, and he goes to the Baxter Building, and mm-hmm. he's like, he knocks on the door and whatever. He goes like, excuse me, Doctor Richards, and freaking John Krasinski turns around. Yeah. Well, they're and still like, hiding something from us, and they have been uh, since Hawkeye about the the old uh, Avengers Tower in New York. That's uh, right. So, could very well be the Baxter Building. Yeah, I'd love that. So they they could do any any number of things with with that kind of stuff. I'm still also down for them doing some sort of reverse House of M situation with Wanda in this. Yeah, she creates the mutants or something. Yeah. yeah, she's basically the first mutant. Yeah, I think that'd be super cool as well. I'd love it if she got to meet Magneto. If yep. we got to see uh, freaking Ian McKellen in this, I'd love something like that. Uh, I saw a great joke that said that Patrick Stewart is actually not playing Professor X, but he's 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 playing um, uh, James Anus, just some guy like Ralph Boner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really hope that's not the case. Hope. Yeah, it'd be I, interesting. I saw, also saw speculation, like, what if it's Patrick Swords playing a different character? And I'm like, oh, that would suck. Yeah, I, I can't imagine them doing that. There's no. He was so iconic as as Professor X. Like, there's only one reason to put him in here. Right. I mean, yeah, so there's a lot of possibilities. I think it's definitely possible to see tom cruise in this though this 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 makes me think there was that big rumor that ben affleck's daredevil was approached to be in this movie and i was like now i'm thinking now what i'm thinking is oh okay there will be cameos it'll be people who are members of the illuminati but then i started thinking about i'm like why would they approach why would daredevil be part of the illuminati that doesn't make sense so it, it actually is possible that there are cameos who are not members of the illuminati Right. Such as potentially Wolverine. Yeah, it's going to be a I lot could, of I, I can see a possibility, and I don't think this is going to happen, but I could see the possibility where where before Doctor Strange leaves, Patrick Stewart's uh, uh, Professor X is like, is like, find Logan or something like that. And Doctor Strange is like, huh? And then the movie ends with him in credit scene. He goes to a bar and he finds Hugh Jackman <laughs> sitting there. And Hugh Jackman tells him to F off. Yeah, or something. Uh, <laughs> That's like the first uh, when they recast the X Men. Yeah, first class, and they all go to the bar, and he just like. Yeah, one of the best uses <laughs> of a, a PG thirteen movie movies one f bomb. Yeah, <laughs> so good. I'd love to see that again. He walks up like, "Hello, I'm Doctor Stephen Strange." F off. That'd be great. <laughs> um. But yeah, anything else to talk? About? I mean, there was. There I don't was think so. I mean, there's so much in that trailer, but it's there's not a lot of substance. They're not. There's not. There's still. We still don't really understand what's going on. And we I don't saw think a lot of America to. Chavez. 
I kind of have nothing to say about that though. I it w- I didn't find it to be anything special. Um, I, I and it's, I think it's largely because we don't know the character. We're really not invested in the character in any way yet. Uh, and I'm a little concerned that they're introducing the character and she's just going to be a plot device. Right. With her, because with her ability to jump between realities. So I, I'm a little concerned that she's going to wind up being a plot device in the whole thing. There's, there's, there's real possibility of that. I wonder what Baron Mordo's up to in this. Yeah. I'm actually and I, really interested about that. Right. And I, I'm wondering if the Mordo, I'm assuming that the Mordo that we see with the Illuminati is a variant. Oh, that's a, yeah. I don't know. I think that's why they gave him the long hair. That'd be a good point if, if, if he got that long hair, uh, just to sort of distinguish him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what was I about to say? I'm excited, uh, to get some clarity on the Spider Man thing. Uh, because I think this movie is like pretty early on in the movie, it'll kind of give us an explanation on how the world sees Spider Man now or like what actually happened. Like, does Doc, does Doctor Strange have the memories of being on the Statue of, of Liberty, fighting a battle against the multiverse, and closing that portal, and helping a guy named Spider-Man, but not Peter Parker, or what, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to get some clarity on that. I think that'll really help um, uh, contextualize Spider-Man uh, even more Yeah, in, in, in a better way. I like that we're, uh, we're, I mean, there's just a lot, there's so much cool stuff. I mean, you could sit here, I think you could sit here for several hours and just talk about each frame of that trailer. But the fact that we're getting a Minotaur wizard, we've got multiversal monsters destroying New York City. Yeah. Uh, really just, awesome stuff. Yeah. Looks and, like they're really, Sam Raimi's, they're getting their worth out of Sam Raimi. They are, and I'm and I'm also really glad that I, that we're seeing a lot of the the new Scarlet Witch look in this. Yeah, which looks great. Of course, of course that was like one of the big payoffs for that series mm-hmm. was that we finally got the the comic book look. Yep. Yeah. So there's some incredible stuff. But unless you have anything else to say about the trailer, that'll that'll. No, I think uh, I think without without doing a frame by frame deconstruction of it. I think that's as much as I can say. I'm just, I'm really excited for this film. As am I. It's like they just went, Oh, you thought Spider-Man no way home was crazy. (laughs) Watch this. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Now I hope that the next film, what's the, what's the next Marvel film? Uh, we've got another one. Let me see. Uh, I got the Disney shows. Disney shows announced. I don't remember what the next Marvel um, film's going to be. So we've got, let's see, Black Widow, Shang-Chi. Ant-Man. Yeah, that's late in the year. Uh, I think it's Thor, Love and Thunder. Yes. Okay. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever will round out our 2022 films. Gotcha. And next year, I'm guessing we'll get Ant Man and we'll get Guardians so, 3. Yeah, probably. starting in May next year, we get Guardians 3. July, we get Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. They've kind of got Fantastic Four penciled in for 2023, oh, but no cool. date. And then they've got an untitled Marvel film for November mm. 2023. That's great. And I love that they're holding back, like, if, if that's actually accurate, if they're holding back some titles. 
because it means they haven't told, they haven't introduced the concept yet. Yeah. Like X-Men. Right. Yeah. It means they don't want to give away something in one of these upcoming movies by yeah. announcing the, the, the right. next project too soon. Yeah. I'm really excited for this movie and all the big stuff. I'm also very excited to get back to like a nice characters, like uh, not character centric because Spider-Man was character centric, even though it was big, but a more, a nice in universe centric story. Like, I'm 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 hoping that Thor: Love and Thunder does not explore the multiverse. Yeah, no, I hope I hope Thor: Love and Thunder kind of brings us back down to a. Uh, I mean, we'll obviously be doing the you know exploring the cosmic universe rather right. than Earth, but still, I you know I feel like I'm scared of them. Like Spider Man was amazing. This looks like it's going to be amazing. I think you could I think you could burn people out on this level of trippiness pretty quick though. Right. Exactly. Or this level of excitement where it's yeah. like you, you give them, you give them everything they want and now they got nothing else to want. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll get a more down to earth story in Thor, love and thunder and black Panther. Yeah, I agree. And definitely, then definitely black Panther and then, and probably guardians. And then we'll go bonkers again when we get to Ant-Man. Right. Um, um, and then on the TV side in 20 for this year, we've got miss, we've got Mar, uh, moon Knight, miss Marvel, she Hulk, what if season two secret invasion and the guardians of the galaxy holiday special. Oh, that's awesome. And then next year we must be getting armor wars and iron heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are all, I don't think they've put dates on any of those, but we, we've gotcha. got Agatha house of Harkness, uh, oh, yeah. armor wars, echo, Ironheart and a Wakanda series that they haven't titled yet. Okay. 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 Cool. Yeah. Lots of big stuff. But before we wrap up for the night, did you want to talk a little bit about the Adam project? Um, I will just mention it. And, yeah. uh, you know, I would recommend everybody go check out the trailer. It's a next Netflix film, so it's not going to be as big as some of these other things, but the Adam project is a, an upcoming sci-fi release on, uh, on Netflix starring Ryan Reynolds. And it, it really, it looks like it's kind of a more family, uh, movie flavor, uh, a sci-fi film. And it looks to me like it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I'm a, I, I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan anyway. I, I, I don't know how you could not be a Ryan Reynolds fan, but I mean, the, the cast, we've got Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, Zoe Saldana, you know, rounding out the, the top of the cast. I mean, it's a pretty solid, you know, top four rounding out your, uh, your, your cast there. But with Ryan Reynolds playing the lead, uh, it looks like it's going to be a little bit of a travel, uh, time travel thing, possibly with some, some aliens involved. It just looks wild and it looks like a lot of fun. And I'd, I'd really encourage you if you're a science fiction fan to go check out that trailer. It's the Ad Adam project, A D A M project. Oh, Adam. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. The, the name Adam, not, not Adam as in a molecule. Gotcha. All right. Well, awesome. Um, I think that'll do us, uh, for the night. Uh, Andrew, where can people find you on the internet? Okay. Uh, the best place to find me is going to be to check out the Twitter account for this show at sci underscore fictionary. You can drop us a line at the science fictionary at gmail.com. 
And as always, you can find our podcast as well as the rest of the Red 5 podcast family on the Red 5 Network Twitter account at Red 5 Network. All right. And I am David underscore JG Peoples on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Science Fictionary Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a like, a subscribe, a follow, a rating, whatever it is you can do on your preferred podcast platform to help us out. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys again so much for watching. May the force be with you. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.